Are gut feelings real? I'd say yes, they're real and that we have them. Yeah. But I feel like when people say, you got to trust your gut because it kept me from being in this disaster, I don't think it ever acknowledges the times where you have a feeling something bad's going to happen and then it's fine. Like nobody makes a mental note of the time your gut was wrong. Right? Right. But I think people are going to convince me. I think I can be convinced that I'm wrong by people sharing the big ones. So I'm challenging you. Turn me around on this. 1-800-947-3979. All right. Sally and Dave are standing by. Sally had a, a gut feeling about a trifecta of things. We'll get to that one in a moment. This is the story that got me started on this. Uh, I read this yesterday from somebody. My mom and grandpa were putting out a kiddie pool for my siblings and me in our backyard when we were little. My grandpa had set it up, and for some reason, my mom kept insisting that she thought they should move it to a different spot, and everybody thought she was just being a busybody. There was no reason to move it. Finally, and begrudgingly, they did it, almost seemingly to make her stop asking about it. Mm -hmm. They moved the kiddie pool. We all got in and started playing, and a giant branch from the tree in our yard snapped and came crashing down exactly where the pool had been. Wow. Hmm. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, there's, there was no other reason to move other than the mom being like, I just don't think it should be there. She never said the tree's going to snap. So she just got lucky, right? I mean, probably, probably, but I mean, you know, I mean, it's a good rule of thumb anyway. Don't put that stuff under a tree like that. You know, you just never know. So okay. never go under trees. No, nope. no, no, definitely no. not. Always avoid trees. Admire from afar. Mm-hmm. A very dangerous yard. Yeah. Uh, Sally joins us. Hello, Sally. When was your gut? Hello. Right. Hello. Um, well, first of all, I want to just say I'm really big fans of yours and you guys are absolutely awesome. Thank you so Thanks, much. Sally. That's very kind. Thank you. Um, so, okay, I had the trifecta of uh, bad feelings, okay. and um, it actually started at an early age. I'm kind of clairvoyant that way. Okay. Um, didn't understand it at the time. So I wake up one night, and I had this horrible feeling that something bad was going to happen to two people. I just didn't know who, and then myself. So Okay, and when was this? It started off. Uh, I was actually in fifth grade, and I'm 45 now. Okay, so, so a long time ago. Yeah, 12 So you, you felt two things were going to happen bad to two people you didn't know who, and then one to you? Um, well, I had a feeling it was within the family, but I didn't know who. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it started off in the beginning of the week. Um, I wake up one morning, and then my mom tells me, well, first of all, I told her about the bad feelings, and she said it was absolutely bonkers. Yeah. I'm like, Okay. So, you know, beginning of the week, she got a phone call. Her uncle committed suicide. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Then the second thing happened um, earlier that morning. I felt that it was going to be my dad. And I was like, please be careful, be careful, be careful. So on the way home, he had a car phone at the time. And some, I don't know if it was a crackhead or something, jumped into his car and gashed his face face with her nails oh wow yeah so the end of the week um i cried to my mom i was like i can't go to school i can't go to school something bad's gonna happen again she thought i was nuts you would figure she'd 
you know, believe me after the first two. As the parent yeah, who yeah. had spent the time <laughs> saying, eh, I don't know, I would have been, I think I'd have been like, yeah, why don't you take a yeah. a little mental break today? It's fine. We'll roll, stay home. Yeah, we'll, we'll roll through this one. <laughs> right? Yeah, you would think. So, you know, end of the day, I was like, oh, maybe I'm clear. So I went to gym class. No, I was not clear. We played, we were playing field hockey. And of course, they didn't give us protection at the time. Yeah. And uh, next thing I know, I got a stick to my face. I kind of woke up and then I, somebody, you know, bashed my one tooth in. And my wrist was bad. They ended up putting one of those Velcro crafts on it. I had to go to the dentist. And I ended up getting a cap from it. And it's pretty bad. Ever since then, no matter what, anytime I have not listened to my gut, stuff like that has happened. So, yes, I had the trifecta. That is a trifecta. This text from West Michigan. I think this lady on the phone is a witch. <laughs> oh. So, I, mean, I, mean, I don't know be. that. But. Yeah, I don't know. You should look into that. Sally, did you have a bad feeling about us being on the radio in Birmingham past Halloween? Because that <laughs> happened. No, no you're just smooth sailing. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Sally. Appreciate it. All right, when did you listen to your gut? It was kind of like decreased in severity as they went on. Well, yeah. Like if there had like been a fourth good, one, yeah. it would have said, and then my brother got a hangnail. Yeah, like the first, when it starts with, Suicide. Yeah, and then it goes to attack. Yeah, and then, then gym class accident. Then I got hit with a, a ball. They are all bad. But if you're doing that as a Final Destination movie, you got to flip the order around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, Dave. Hi, Dave. Dave. Good morning. Good morning. What happened? What What did your gut tell you? My gut told me one time to instead of doing what I normally would do in a driving situation to go a different way okay i was sitting at a traffic light in the left-hand lane going straight ahead and then i decided you know i need to go through the neighborhood so i turned left went through the neighborhood came up over a little rise and my nephew's house is there and there's police cars and ambulances and because of the confusion that was going on right in front of the house i decided to go down to my parents house told my parents hey you know the police are up there my mom went up there, and she called back a few minutes later and said that my great-nephew had passed away. And that's what all the commotion was. So, like, when you went by that yeah. house? Wait, you didn't know it was your great-nephew's house? I knew it was, I knew whose house. I knew it was my nephew's house. That's why I told my parents. I see. Him. Gotcha. But normally, I wouldn't have gone through the neighborhood the way I did, because that's the long way. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, as I was sitting at the traffic light, I just said, I'm going to turn left instead of going straight ahead. Yeah. Okay. And, it was, and it was just totally out of character for me. Hmm. Thank you, Dave. I've done that and before he, where I've left and I'm like, damn, I have to go back in for something. And then I think to myself, the universe is telling me to slow down. Like, for whatever reason, the universe is telling me to slow down. And then mm-hmm. I get in my car and I drive. And then sure enough, there's like some terrible accident where I think to myself every time, if I would have not been like just stopping myself for all those stupid little reasons, mm-hmm. I that could have been me. Like that, 
those moments where yep. it's like, man, I'm glad that I listened to that. Like, hey, take a, take a breath and chill. Mm-hmm. You're forgetting five different things as you walk back into the house for a reason. It's the universe telling you, just pump the brakes. It always feels like when you do that, then you pull up to a light. And you, as you're pulling up to it, you see somebody scream through the red light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You're like, that would have T-boned me. Yep. All right. So far, those are guts that they listened to, but they didn't change anyone's fate. Right? Right. Correct. Like this. This is what I'm I'm thinking. Text. I was driving uphill behind a flatbed truck carrying I-beams, and for some reason, I don't normally do this, I just started envisioning them sliding off the truck and hitting my windshield. I changed lanes, and I laughed at myself because of how paranoid I was being. About 10 seconds later, the I-beams started sliding off onto the road where my car had been, sparking and gouging the pavement and making a terrible noise. Okay, that one probably saved their own life, right? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That one's that one's better. It's definitely better. One eight hundred nine four seven thirty nine seventy nine. Do any of you have one that happened to you? I don't have one that is big enough to rise to. If that didn't happen, I'd be dead. Plenty of times I've followed my gut. Sure, but it's always insignificant stuff. Like, ah, I knew that would happen. Right. Yeah. But there have been plenty of times where I'm like, I just don't feel good about this. And then it's fine, too. Yeah, I followed my gut and then things work out. But I don't know that if I hadn't, it wouldn't have worked out again. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like our gut told us to take the job in New Jersey years ago and not the job in Indianapolis. Well, turns out it worked out, but that might have worked out even better. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, mine's job-related as far as how it affected me. When I was in Atlanta working for a morning show, my gut very early on was like, I liked both of the hosts in the very beginning. But one of them, I would see certain things, and I'm like, this is, I don't think this is long-term. Even though I loved the show, loved the city. Yeah. And then I met you guys, and before y'all had even offered me the job, I went with my gut and said, I have to quit this other morning show, whether or not I got this job. My gut was telling me, I think you're moving. I think you're going to be getting this free beer and hot wings job. But I just wasn't confident enough to trust it at that time. (laughs) But I knew I needed to quit the other job. So I quit. And then I started just kind of looking around Atlanta just in case I didn't get this one here. And the day that I quit, the day that I walked out, free beer called me and I said, Hey, bud, uh, I just quit my job. This is a really crazy time. And he was like, oh, my God, you quit? Well, just so you know, we're thinking contracts. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> Sign me up. I say yes. I should have negotiated much more aggressively. Yes. Yeah, But that was uh, crazy. <laughs> it was crazy when I called because it was pretty clear when you visited that you weren't thrilled with what was going on there. Mm-hmm. But they, I didn't, wouldn't. So when you said, I just quit today, I think you said, I think I quit today. And I said, what do you mean? And then you told me what you did. And I go, sounds like quitting. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a lot that's like quitting. quitting. I quit that day. And I was in a contract. And then contract. you went into further detail. And I'm like, no, no. Yeah. yeah you were you, just being. You quit. You yeah. were soft selling it. Yeah. And I was in a contract for nine more months. And I, but my gut told me, you're going to be fine. Like the, you won't be bound by this contract. Just say, trust your gut and turn your back on the other BS that you've been saying yes to for way too long. It's amazing. I, I got one that's going to, that might spook you out. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Katie in Fort Myers. Hi, Katie. Hi, how are you? Good. Good. When did you trust your gut? 
Well, they, I live in Fort Myers, Florida, where Night of the Living Dead and all that was filmed, and they do the zombie con every year for mm-hmm. October for Halloween. Okay. And the last year that they did zombie con, um, there, I was sitting with my friends. We were at a bar. We're sitting in the crowd, and everybody's hanging out, and they were going to all go to this other bar. And I'm like, looking at the crowd, and the, the, the vibe kind of changed. It just felt more tense. It felt more, um, a little more like kind of a, I don't know, just. Everybody just seemed tense. Okay. And they're like, we're going to go. And I'm like, I'm going home. I'm, I'm going to go home. I only live like 10 minutes away. So I'm like, I'm going to go home. I walk to my car, which maybe took like maybe five minutes or so. And I get my car and I go start to go over the bridge. I live only 10 minutes away. As I'm going over the bridge, I have mass. My phone blows up a text from all these friends. Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, what's going on? I get home, and my mom's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. What's going on? Come to find out, that was when the zombie con shooting was. Oh, and, wow. Uh, mm. A young gentleman died, um, and they spent year, you know, year trying to investigate who, who shot this poor kid. There was a mass. They have video of, of people wow. just mass running away from the shot and oh, everything. Wow. And it that was just that weird. I don't know if it was just. The atmosphere around me, if the, the, the crowd just changed or if it was just that weird gut feeling, get out it's of like, there. That's like those stories where people said the hair stood up on the back of your necks kind of it's thing. It's full of that. It's spider sense. Okay, that's a good one. That's, ugh. Thank you, Katie. Appreciate it. Uh, I'll read it to you off the air. And we can't. If I read it on the air, it turns into something stupid. Come on. Oh, quite a text came in. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> no, you're going to. If I read it out loud right now, you will say you were right. You shouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. All right. If you got a story that will make us convinced that gut feelings are a real thing. Katie's is pretty close. That was a good one. Yeah. Because yeah. that is like, well, no reason to leave. It just feels off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, just the vibe. The vibe. Something, something's That's it. up. All right, 1-800-947-3979. More of that next.